Hey, this is Red Band, and you're listening to Kill Tony here at DeathSquad.tv. If you go to Death Squad, check out our tour date calendar. You'll see that we uh, we just got off of a big tour, but we're also doing a lot of local shows, including the Comedy Store. We're doing this new Death Squad secret show where it's like five to seven comics or so, and there's special guests that will pop in. And the return of Joe Rogan last week to a sold-out main room show. We have another show with Joe Rogan and Duncan Trussell this week. Uh, Thursday, just go to thecomedystore.com or go to Death Squad and click on tour dates. Uh, also, check out shopsquad.tv. There you have the Death Squad mug, hoodies, t shirts, hats, and uh, trying to keep it all in stock. So, if you see something you like, you better grab it because it, everything's been going out of stock really fast. Uh, so, check that out. And also, check out Tony Hinchcliffe's website, tonyhinchcliffe.com. All right, here's a new episode of Kill Tony. Hey, this is Red Band, coming to you live from the world-famous comedy store for a brand-new episode of Kill Tony, Volume 2. Give it up for Tony, already on stage, Hinchcliffe! Yeah, hi, everybody, and welcome. Holy moly, how exciting. We have a very, very special episode of Kill Tony ready for you guys, and I'm so excited to be here. Another wonderful Monday. Yes. We're here with clean-cut Brian Red Band, everybody. Hey, hey. Look at him. <laughs> Hats off to Brian Redband, literally, looking good. You say clean cut, but most people say creepier than ever. Who says that? Anyone that sees this mustache. Who, pre- who prefers Brian's new look over the hidden under the ball cap? See? <laughs> oh, Jesus. I'm only doing this because I'm about to go on the road with Dean Delray, and I just, uh, if you know Dean Delray, he has a really big mustache like this, and I bought vests. So I'm a, You're going to dress up I'm like dressing a, up. I'm wow. becoming a Dell Razor when I'm on the road with wow. him. Wow. I'm going to raise some <laughs> Dell, huh? Yeah. yeah. Well, that should be interesting. Who would have thought that people get double the Dean Del Rey that they I know, for? with the Tiffany Haddish in the middle. That's right. That's right. Which is the opposite of Dean Del Rey. Exactly. That's more like Dean Del Rey J. <laughs> That's really funny if you know Tiffany Haddish, but since some of you don't, just laugh now. Google it and then laugh later. Yeah. Exciting show coming up on Wednesday. Oh, yeah. Death Squad Secret Show number two is going to be here Wednesday. We have Mark Marin, Steve O, Joey Diaz, Neil Brennan, Bobby Lee, Rory Albanese, which is the, used to be the producer of The Daily Show and the writer, and uh, Mike Black, Tiffany Haddish, Tony Hench. We're all going to be here. It's going to be stand up comedy Wednesday night. Yeah. Is that it? 10? 8 o'clock, and there's a lot of couple surprise guests, too, Ooh, believe it or not. Surprises on top of Marin, Steve-O, Joey Diaz, Tony Hinchcliffe, Neil Brennan, Bobby Lee, Rory Albanese, Tiffany Haddish. Mike Bla- and it's Mike Black's birthday. Wow. So, yeah, it's going to be a fun show. That's going to be exciting. Yeah. I was just in Toronto this weekend and uh, performed in front of 3,400 people at the Sony Center and had an amazing set. Got heckled by a crazy uh, Canadian lady. Handled it extremely well. For seven minutes and uh, lit her ass up, and now I'm famous in Toronto, everybody. That's what happens if you have one good set in front of 3,400. Did you catch it on video? Did anyone catch it on video or audio? I'll bet you you there was a few creepy uh, YouTubers out there. Out of 3,400, there there has to be be at least a few. But I got it all audio recorded, and it's pretty amazing. Yeah. Death Squad's so huge in, uh, in Canada. It's insane. It's ridiculous. A lot of Kill Tony fans stuck around afterwards for the long meet and greet, so thank you, Toronto, for an amazing time. And, uh, yeah, 
some exciting news uh, perhaps being announced next week about something about Red Band and Tony in Toronto. Oh, yeah, that's right. Let's not make it official just yet, but there could be a special announcement in the next episode, next Monday, (laughs) that has to do with Toronto and us. That's right. Uh, Man, your breath smells like fish. That's because we just had delicious fish tacos, everybody. From our one and only sponsor, put your hands together for her. There she is right over there, the lovely Elise Lane. Before I jump into that, I will say, even though they're not our official sponsor, a cool t-shirt company called Homage, based out of Columbus, Ohio, sent me this amazing Ohio State Buckeye shirt yeah. and asked me to wear it on Kill Tony, and of course I will. This company is really cool for anyone that grew up in Ohio because they pretty much take old designs and they reprint them. Like They have a lot of Surf Ohio shirts that are one of my favorites growing up and uh, a lot of the old logos and designs of old Ohio stuff. They sent me three amazing Buckeye shirts that I'm going to be wearing over the next however long and also a... Uh, you know what? I'll just keep it as... I'll keep that as a surprise too. I will Jesus. tell you it's a professional wrestler on a t-shirt because they heard that crazy Rogan episode. Now, Elise Lane made us fish tacos. But I always tell Elise, you know, you're a gourmet chef. You're a professional recipe checker. She is a top-of-the-line five-star chef, people. And she cooks us gourmet meals. What I used to do is I used to tell her, write it out fancy like you would, you know, for a recipe. Menu. And I'll read it. And I had trouble reading it a couple times because they're weird French words sometimes, you know, this or that. And then I realized, why should I say what she made us tonight when our associate runaround producer, Josh Martin, notorious for his speech impediment, notorious for his commitment to kill Tony, why don't I have him read it into the microphone? And then the week after that, we realized, instead of Josh taking his time reading it, what if he had to read it all at once without stopping or else he gets flicked in the nuts? And then this week I decided, why not use this ninja star to flick him in the nuts since it's been sitting on the table? We could lose our first penis tonight on Kill Tony. And that, if that's not exciting, you can't get that on NBC or ABC or Fox, everybody. You guys excited about this at all? (laughs) Josh is shaking his head no in the back. Put your hands together for Josh Martin, everybody. Here he is. He's on Twitter at Josh Martin. Another new thing that we updated for this week is he, this is his first time getting to look at it right now. This is his first time getting to look at it. If you have any questions uh, other than enunciation questions, if you have any problem with the handwriting, let us know now. Do you think you have a ballpark of it? The, don't ask the word. Are you ready? Okay, yeah, I, I think I got this. Okay. Very wait, easy. wait, 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 wait. Are you ready, Josh? No problems with the handwriting. You think you have it, correct? If there's a problem with the handwriting, I'm going to say it in the Guys, who's sentence. ready for Josh Martin could get flicked in the nuts? Josh, whenever you're ready, tell us what the lovely Elise Lane made us tonight. Uh, she made taco de pescado with tilapia, uh, with cilantro, lime cream, cabbage, jalapeno, and tomato. Whoa! Non-stop. Josh Martin killing it. Speech impediment might be fake. Might be fake. All we need to do is always have somebody about to flick him in the nuts, and he doesn't have it anymore. Follow Elise Lane on Twitter at Elise Lane. That's E-L-Y-S-E-L-A-I-N. And she's on Facebook and Instagram at The Girl With A Pant, everybody. So if you want a gourmet chef to cook at your next party, Elise Lane is available. Boom. Yeah. There you go. That's the part where you clap for Elise, everybody, right then. 
Uh, what else? That's did, it, right? Yeah, didn't you uh, make a uh, deal with some one of the comics uh, a couple of weeks back? I did. I did. I, I did, and I'm going to... Uh, I, I should have a... I'll bring him up first yeah, when we bring up everybody. Yeah. Uh, but I did. There was a comedian on uh, two weeks ago. Josh, if you could get... I, I forget his name. There he is. Right there. Meet him. Get his name. All right. Fuck it. That didn't go as smoothly as I thought it was going to go. Um, but anyway, I realize I've seen him for the last few years doing stand-up comedy. And uh, actually, I'm going to wait for this. I'm going to wait for that. We're going to bring up our weekly uh, head of security. It's a great start to the episode, everybody. It couldn't be more quiet in this room than it is right now. We really started on fire the last four weeks. I sort of forgot what it was like to dig us out of a hole, but this is exciting. Here we are. Uh, every week we have a new head of security keeping us safe. Uh, it's always somebody in the form of an Iron Man type of suit. Because uh, the original guy that was our head of security was a guy in a $5,000 custom-made Iron Man suit. And he screwed over the show. And uh, he said that he got too big for the show and that he's not coming back until it's a show on Comedy Central. We told you, you're replaceable. He said, no, I'm not. So what did we do? We've replaced him every single week since then with a new superhero based off of his original character, loosely based. And this week's no different. This is this guy's third or fourth time being our patriot. He's one of our favorites. A lot of people call him West Hollywood Jesus, but we call him Kevin Lee Light. Jesus Patriot, everybody. There he is. Live in the flesh. The resurrection, everybody. Welcome, Jesus. Thanks for having me back. I love that just like all the other patriots, your speaker box is near your crotch area. You know, the, uh, the strap that holds it on usually is missing this time. So this is double stick taped to my pubes. Really? <laughs> so if you yeah. see me fiddling around on there. I love that. You're on fire already, Jesus. Uh, really exciting. Um, how's things been? Anything crazy happen on the streets of West Hollywood lately? You're always out there. A lot of people see you. You're one of the most famous fixtures on, in Hollywood. Anything crazy happen? We had a pipe break down the street the other day. Clogged up to Sunset Boulevard. Uh -huh. uh, Were you there? year old water main. Uh-huh. Did you turn it into wine? Was it a wine main after that? <laughs> well, I don't know. You want to bring up wine and fish and loaves and all that. I had my fish on a tortilla tonight. And I want to thank that chef. That's right. She's sitting right next to you. Directly to your right. There Very she is. fine. Delicious meal. There you go. Absolutely. We love making our podcast listeners as hungry as they could be while listening to this show. <laughs> Hard at work between their lunch break and dinner. So that's our plan with Elise Lane. I got your back. There you go. Nice I to love be here. It. Hello, everybody. Jesus Christ, everybody. He's here. <laughs> Keeping us safe. Always fun. I always have two of my funniest friends on. It's uh, one guy's, I believe, fourth time. He's one of our favorites. And another guy's first time. Put your hands together for tonight's guests. Movie stars. Brody Stevens and Johnny Scordis, everybody. Oh, Gangster Pookie on two turntables. So no love, so it's easy to hate it. Desecrated while the car in the waiting. Brody has been on so many times. Johnny's first time. Uh, it's very exciting to have you guys here. Johnny. Two, check, check, two, two. <laughs> Welcome back, Brody. 
Great to be back here in Southern California. I was in Toronto the past week and before that all over America. And it's always good to, to be here up in the belly room doing Kill Tony. Yes, you got it. Push and believe, never forget. Is there an outlet up here? I'd love to charge my phone. You want to plug in your phone right now? I do. Is there an outlet? I, it looks like there might be one right there. If you want to try that out. I'll go and do it. Or does Josh plug it in? Yeah, Josh, you want to just do it? Can you do it? I'll do it, Josh. No, let Josh do it. In. All right. Do you know how to do Okay, thank you. There he goes, charging it up. He's at Josh Martin. Just keep an eye on it. Thank you. Welcome to Kill Tony. Thank you. Yeah, Stephen Brody Stevens. Thank you. And Johnny Scordis is here, everybody. His first time on Kill Tony. The Equalizer is the number one movie in the country right now. And guess who's in that movie? Johnny Scordis, everybody. Yeah, you got it. He believed. This is one of the guys who, uh, seven years ago, a true, true classmate of mine, me, you, Jamar, Gerard, Angelo, uh, the whole kit and caboodle, we all started together waiting in lines for long hours, and uh, we're all very proud of you, Johnny. And now we're here. Yes. Doing it. In the belly room on a Monday night. Watch, listening to Brody wiggle as hard as he can. Well, I'm trying to get my, uh, I'm trying to get comfortable. You need a different the chair. seat. No, I did. No, the chair's great. I just wanted to put my leg up and, and sit back and enjoy and watch a conversation. Very good. <laughs> Tony, meet Johnny. Johnny, what's so crazy about Johnny is he's he filmed this movie about a year ago, and yeah, so he's been just ago. sitting on it, just go, like like going like one day you will all know me. <laughs> how was that? How was that? Wait, because that, that that wait had to have been worse than any iPhone, like you know any announcement, like you know oh I have to wait a year and a month, you know like how long? It wasn't that bad, you know. Yep. I, I I kept myself busy, but I had no idea. You did have an idea. No, I didn't. When we did. You kept a secret. I did? Yeah, you did, did a great job. It. I didn't know. He did oh. you keep know? It pretty low key. No, I yeah. knew because, you know. Nobody John. knew. Oh, well. I knew. I. Uh, I'm not the. But that speaks to your character. You're a humble guy. Very humble. Thank you. No, I appreciate that. No, if that's... you can't tell by the way he's looking directly down uh, and uh, under a hat. Yeah. There you yeah. go. Yeah. <laughs> oh. I gotta change that. Yo, party oh, time shit. with Johnny Scordis, everybody. Guys, give give we'll Johnny a little, uh, little more respect. When that He's in a right. movie with Denzel Washington. Yeah. Not one scene, but several. Let's go. Yeah. One of the, DJ, DJ, DJ. One of the key There roles. are two people up here with number one R-rated movies. That's right. You got it. Johnny Scordis, <laughs> The Equalizer, and The Hangover, Hangover 2, Due Dates, Stephen Brody Stevens. Positive energy learned in the belly room, created with the help of Kevin Lee Light, Brian Redman, and Tony Hinchcliffe. Yes. That's right. It's all happening all at once. Uh, Kevin, you always have a question for our guests. Every patriot always does. What are we doing with what are we doing tonight? Well, with the creation scene, Brody, one of my finest creations, Wink. Um, you just uh, were one of the features of the Oddball Comedy Tour, one of the, the main attractions. Uh, what was your uh, highlight of your tour? The highlight of my oddball tour experience? Yes. Oh, just a camaraderie backstage, getting the opportunity to host the, the main amphitheater, trading off with Jeff Ross and learning from one of the masters how to host a show and keep an audience engaged. And it's a good feeling to travel across America and know that comedy is the new rock and roll, and I'm Jackson Brown. You got it. Let's push. <laughs> Thank you, Brody. And uh, Johnny... Um Remember, uh, the Lord sees all and knows all. Is there anything you might want to confess to these fine people 
about the time that you dressed up as oh. the boy. Oh, boy. On Halloween, as the boy uh, from the movie Up. Oh, boy. Okay, uh, a couple Halloweens ago. I was here for this <laughs> night. That sounds adorable. Oh, it, it, it was, it, it didn't end up that way, but, you know, <laughs> I had good intentions to start. I thought that everyone was going to be dressed up over here and for Halloween, and I was like, oh, I'm going to go to the comedy store. I'm going to have a great time. Everyone's going to see my costume. It's going to be great. And I dressed up like the fat little kid from Up, and then I got here. He looked adorable. He's got the little orange flagpole sticking up in the back, a little Cub Scout hat, a little strap with medallions on it, short khaki shorts. But I was the only person in costume. That's hilarious. Yes. And, and so then he got drunk. I proceeded to just. I was throwing back like little mini bottles of Jack Daniels, and then I ended up throwing up on the uh, piano downstairs. In he front projectile of everybody. vomited in front of all of us while we were smoking pot. Uh, <laughs> and when. I got my barf badge And that that's day. always funny. But when the buddy is dressed up like the little boy from Up and he's projectile vomiting on Halloween night after a long night of drinking, that was perfect. Just humble pie everywhere. <laughs> it was actually DiGiorno's Pizza that I had at my brother's house down the street. But. Share with us. <laughs> Do they deliver? It must be delivery. <laughs> Johnny, share with us something cool about working with Denzel Washington. I mean, um, it's something everybody must wonder. You've been there. You worked with him. What was that like? It was, it was really cool. It was really intense. He's very focused on his craft. But in between takes, he likes to fuck around. And there was one time where there's, like, all this sawdust on the floor, and I started, like, doing, like, the James Brown dance, and he comes in. He's like, oh, oh, you're doing James Brown dance? I was like, yeah. He's like, oh, okay. And then he starts doing the dance, and then we have, like, a dance-off in front of the whole crew. Wow. And, uh, you know, he, he ended up winning. Of but, course, uh, it's Denzel Washington. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> he was on Soul Train, so he had a... Uh... Is that true? No. Oh. <laughs> Just threw that in. You know what's funny? In the film, he actually has a, a, a joke about being on Soul Train. Are you serious? Yeah. Positive push. <laughs> there you go. Are you serious? Yeah. I'm there you go. Serious. See, we, we believe things happen. You haven't seen the Equalizer yet, huh? No, I've not. The only Equalizer I've seen has been on my iPod. You got it. Volume... Volume limit on. What was that? Is that a foghorn from Long Beach? Guys, this is so exciting. Uh, We're going to have so much fun. You know the deal. Uh, Comedians signed up for the chance to do a minute in front of you guys and then chat with us on a live podcast afterwards. So uh, you know the deal, comedians. You get 60 seconds of uninterrupted stage time, but you know that 60 seconds is up when you hear the meow of a kitty. Here it comes. Oh, right about motherfucking now. Oh, are you making that sound yourself, Brian? Because that was pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, it's sixty seconds. You'll hear this. Aww, that that's means cute. wrap it up. That's cute. Or else you're going to get uh, the angry West Hollywood bear. Oh. Be a helicopter team. Hey, strike, stand your back. <laughs> Who are you, Rusty Dooley? <laughs> that was quite the production on that one. Uh, Somebody <laughs> downloaded an app. Yeah. That was a big one. That was a big one, everybody. So, center. guys, respect your time. Obviously, nobody wants to hear that bear come out again. 
<laughs> do 60 seconds. You're the not angry West Hollywood bear, Johnny. You're the nice I'm, I'm West Hollywood bear. Pacifist bear. bear. <laughs> the humble bear. <laughs> oh, yes. So what we were talking about earlier was there was a comedian on two weeks ago that I've been watching uh, yeah, get better at stand-up for years. Um, and uh, he <clears throat> gained a lot of weight. He did. He gained a lot of weight, and I kept noticing it and bringing it up, and I noticed that he was very dismissive of it. And uh, I Not asked him, do you, ever talk about, do you ever talk about being heavy? And he said no. And I go, well, you should. And he goes, if I come back in a couple weeks and only do a minute of I'm fat jokes or whatever, can, then can I come on and work it out there? And I go, fuck yeah, you can. Let's make a breakthrough. Let's help him talk about the real him. Put your hands together for his first time talking about his weight. It's Watt Smith, everybody. Thank you, guys. Thank you for accepting me as I am, a pregnant woman. And I wouldn't look this way if it wasn't for my great ass. But you're like, damn, dude, with that ass and this stomach, I, I look fat. <laughs> Used to play soccer a lot. Now they just use me as the ball. Haven't gotten laid since I got fat. Every morning I have to brush cobwebs off of my penis. I forgot all the memories of girls I hooked up with. So now my spank bank is just me remembering other times that I jacked off and it felt good. <laughs> it's the life of a fat guy. You feel fat when you're sweaty and you're eating chicken wings and the waiter comes by and he's like, you still working on that? Yeah, this is all I do is eat chicken wings. Or when you drop something and you're sitting... You try to reach for it while you're still sitting and you're bending over a basketball and you can't even reach the floor. Couldn't even get a 15 on the sit and reach. <laughs> Thank you. There you go. Watt Smith. Talking about the weight. Johnny, any initial uh, thoughts on that? Uh, there are ways to get around bending over. Picking yeah. something up. And me, usually I'll like put a leg out and then just kind of come around <laughs> from the side. That's one. You can ask someone to do it. Uh, but, you know. I'm glad to, 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 to know that you're finally accepting the fact that you're putting on this weight. Yeah. And, you know, don't be proud of it, but find a way to work around it. Come on. Okay. Yeah. Can I throw my... You always can. You won't have to ask again for the rest of the episode. Oh, okay. What about the next episode? Maybe. Okay. So what's your what's your what's your name again? Watt Smith. Watt. Um, are, I, I would say the, uh, the 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 fat jokes. You're, you you. I would. Did you reference like you've recently got fat? Like I would always talk about. I used to be skinny, but now I could. I got to do this. I used to be able to do that, but now I'm doing that. So that's what I, I mean, you had some good, you had some good, decent jokes, you know, but I would say talk about being your newfound fat. Right, exactly. And, that, and, that, and that's a great note because now you're giving it your real perspective, which is the real purpose of the bit in the first, uh, what I was saying in the first place, which is, you know, you have something new to talk about. When a comedian has a baby, even though it's crazy when I see comedians have babies, <laughs> next thing you know, they usually have a killer five or ten minutes about their perspective on this new baby. And in a way, you sort of have a, a new baby, which is, you know, that 
60 pounds of extra weight that you've put on in the last couple <laughs> years. Can I ask, did you put that on? Is it by choice? Is it just by, is it, it what's the reason? It took about four months. I like blew my trust fund on bar tabs and just getting You had a trust fund? Yeah, this was like the shrine of a squandered inheritance. I mean, why? I mean, <laughs> why don't you say that? Why don't That's you exactly lean? But why don't you lean out? You're like a, you have good skin. Why don't you? Uh, what are you out here in Hollywood for? Uh, same acting, comedy, that sort of thing. You know, I just got a job, solar sales. So solar, kind of doing that a little bit. Oh, that's yeah. really caught on. Um, <laughs> I think you should try. You're you're young. You should try and be a little healthy. But if it if it aids your comedy. Some people are funnier when they're overweight. I think you're going to give your ch chance, your skinnier self, to give that guy a chance first. Yeah, every time you keep it real and say, you know, every you just got to roll with what you've got. Even that shrine of the blown inheritance, that took you 10 seconds to explain the front end of that and yeah. get a big laugh off of it. And it's true, and it's real, and it gives that perspective. And it would help your soccer joke, too, yeah. where you talk about, you know, if you said I was skinny and now I've gained weight, you know, that that'll, it actually makes it so that it's not as goofy. Yeah. Just roll with your rolls. Yeah. I mean, roll. <laughs> <laughs> I waited for that one. And another... <laughs> <laughs> Another interesting thing that I thought might have a chance at something, you know, out of that chicken wing thing, you know, there's something about them asking you if you're still working on it, I think, because it's like, I don't know, there's yeah. something about being asked if you're working, which I think working. is what you were trying to get yeah. at, but I don't think it was very clear cut. But it's like, you know, that, 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 that you look so committed to your chicken wings, to this server, that they think that, like, you clocked in for that or something, <laughs> you know, anything about working that you can... Ad because saying that's a weird thing. When like, and I get it. I know that they say that, but you can give your new fat perspective to it. When you were skinnier, did you uh, wear uh, slippers during the daytime? Uh, yeah, Tom shoes. Now I'm afraid I'm going to twist an ankle, though. Every time I put them on, they're so tight and thin that it's like it can't, wow. they can't oh, handle the, the upper body. Those look like slippers. Develop. Can you even take those off? Those look stuck to your foot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you you could say something. Yeah, like I, I, I wore Tom's shoes. I, gain, I gained weight. Now I can't get them off. Something like that. <laughs> yeah, that's Talk funny. about how your, your clothes. But I, I don't say get I'm – not, I'm not saying get too committed to the, fa the overweight stuff. I say try to get – Lose some weight and get healthy. I want to. I want to lose weight. I've been eating unhealthy because I'm like, I know in two weeks I got this show. But well, we just now I'm start you. trying to lose some weight. You're the first Guys. person. <laughs> you're the first person to put on weight for Kill Tony, and we appreciate that. We'll give wit, wit right? Watt. Watt. Watt Smith. Where are you from? Virginia, Richmond. Spiders, I-95 freeway. Uh huh. Yeah, I'm all over that. Triple A for stuff. the Braves. Yeah, I'm in, now it's the Squirrels though. We changed it to the name of the team. Really? But yeah. is it still AAA for the Braves? Well, the Braves aren't there anymore. Who's there at the AAA? Squirrels. The squirrels. No, I but, don't know about But who's AAA. the team? The squirrels. Wait, no. Hold on. <laughs> Who is who's the, the major team? league team yeah. that represents the AAA? Who's the AAA? It might be, it might be the Atlanta Braves. But I think it is. Yeah. You, okay. You know, I'm... But he really brought home the squirrels. Somebody find that out. Find the out who the AAA... I think the it's the Braves. Please find out. You want you want to okay. But we'll get back to me off off the mic. <laughs> I know my sports. I believe it is. I believe the AAA affiliate for the Atlanta Braves would be the uh, Richmond, Richmond Richmond Squirrels. Richmond's. I like the name. I love squirrels. Yeah, the really squirrels. you do. Yeah, I took a great video of a squirrel in Toronto the other night. He sure. he let me get super close. When you were a kid. <laughs> 
when you were a kid, when you were a little like child, did you ever kill an animal like, with a BB gun or a No, I a wasn't bird? into that. No, I just vandalized all houses. <laughs> oh, that's weirder? That, that that's more laugh? weird? I'll come at you, too. How, did the, how does that not get a big laugh? How did that not get a big laugh that I vandalized thing? an adult dollhouse in Sacramento? <laughs> now it gets a laugh? Yeah, <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, my God. Forget, for, what? Are you doing anything to try and lose this weight? I bought a surfboard. <laughs> a surfboard? One of those surfboards that just has sushi rolls all over it? Like, what are we talking about here? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, just a real Craigslist surfboard, fifty dollars and Craigslist. That's like a you know what Beyonce surfboard means. That's dick. You got dick on Craigslist. What? Uh, okay. Uh, Let me ask you a question. <laughs> Look at me. You smoke pot tonight or today? You're scaring me now. Did you smoke pot? <laughs> yes. All right. Listen. Was it pot or edibles? <laughs> I think you. I think you need. You, I think you need to establish yourself. Find your character. Get strong, book a couple things, then smoke pot. Quit the pot tonight. Whoa. Whoa. Brody Stevens. I didn't smoke pot until I booked my first Craig Kilborn show. Thank you. Late night CBS next to The Price is Right. Wow. Wow. I don't like it. I see the glass eyes. It's disrespectful to comedy. So there you go. You got your advice from Brody. Less pot, less pot roast. Give me all your Um, pot. No, but there is some truth to that. I'm being serious. Uh, I mean, I, the, the pot thing, you're going to make bad decisions on pot. How about, I just think, I've, I didn't smoke until I, like, found my voice, my character. I, I, I'm not going to say smoke or don't smoke. I just think you're probably better off not doing that till you, here in Hollywood, this is the major leagues. This is it. Where I you, like that. I know. So it's like. I know I'm not going to smoke again until I get booked on the Kilbourne show. So, <laughs> Wait, wait. Why are you going off on him about pot? He was just doing some fat jokes. Because his eyes are glassy and I notice it. But you didn't notice it while he was doing stand Yes, I did. What am I going to do? Stop him in the mid-set and go, are you high? <laughs> I saw they're shiny. I'm just saying, like, maybe that. But he, I think he performed well. I think the jokes I'm not did saying he didn't, jokes. Brian. It might have something to do with his appetite. Oh, I'm a bad guy. I'm just saying. <laughs> Oh, the you just got double air horn. I got double air horn? Yeah, you did. I don't know. I don't even know what that means. I've never even seen it happen before. He just did it though. It's okay. I'm doing fine. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, am I I'm not coming I'm not no. harshing anybody's no, buzz, no, no. but I'm saying like I do a lot of shows, I talk to people, smoke pot. But if you're trying to make an impression and your eyes are all glassy, I'm thinking pot. That's all. Do I smoke pot? Yes. But I have a regular gig. And the day that gig stops, I give up pot. That's right. Now, Johnny, did yeah. you always talk about your weight from when you first started stand-up, or did you wait a little bit, too? I waited a little bit Yeah. before I started doing that. Yeah. But, how, did it you know. you, how did it make you feel when you got to start talking about it? it, it it's what hit. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It was like just like taking w- whatever the hell it is that people see with me on stage. Right. Letting them know that I know what they see. Yeah. And then you know I get get to work in other stuff. And you're and and you've been killing ever since. So you see what? Mm-hmm. You can live the Quit dream. Quit smoking pot. Why, why did I scare you? I can't. You can't be scared. This is the test, man. I. Oh, you scare me. I yeah, look like a, like a cop. And they got well, a neighborhood watch. <laughs> Check this guy. Check the African American guy. Is that? <laughs> 
Welcome to Ferguson. Is that Big E from the WWE? Who let Big E in here? Former Intercontinental Champion Big E, ladies and gentlemen. Heckling from the back of the room relentlessly on a live podcast. Thank you, sir. There you go. Hint, hint. Jesus has a question. Well, I was going to say, wear something tighter. Ooh. You're wearing a muumuu. You know you can hide a lot under loose clothes. All right. So, yeah, I'll take a cue from Johnny over there. Yeah, man, I'm Ruben-esque. Heck yeah. <laughs> when, jo when Johnny's done with the show tonight, he has to hang uh, his shirt back up on the curtains. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say that right, but there we go. Watt, we love you. You got a special one-minute guest spot. Thank you You so talked much, about guys. your weight. There he is. Love He's Watts. Give J.J. Watt a nice hand from the yes. Houston Titans. It's on Texans. It's on Twitter at Watt Smith, right, Tennessee Watt? Titans. There he goes. Watt Smith, everybody. Very Anglo, happen. very Anglo. Talked about What's the What's he going to eat later? What? Whataburger. <laughs> Texas, delicious. Oh, this is exciting. I met this gentleman earlier. Put your hands together for Peter O'Keefe, everybody. Yeah! Boy, you should have known by now. Whoa. Easy does it. Easy does it. Here he comes. Knock him out for the Nice. Sure. Peter O'Keefe, everybody. Yeah! What's up, Comedy Store? How we doing? Woo! Right on, right on. Is everybody over the ice bucket challenge? Can we all be agreed we're done, right? Right now, let's think about this. Wouldn't it be ironic if we found out that the number one way to get ALS was by pouring a fucking bucket of ice water on your head? Wouldn't that be amazing? That'd be great. Medic, ah. I just found out my six-year-old daughter needed her tonsils taken out. Crazy, you guys know how much it costs to take a six-year-old's tonsils out nowadays? $13,000. Yeah, woo is fucking right. That's amazing. $13,000. And thanks to Obamacare, pow, I'm going to pay for most of that shit. You know what I mean? That's the way it is. I, uh, <laughs> I'm going to tell you. I, uh, I, I'm a comedian. I'm not, I don't have a lot of money. I had to figure out a different ways. I went on the internet. I found out I'm like two YouTube videos away from being able to fucking do it myself. You know what I mean? If I could just figure out how to cauterize the wound, I'd hook that bitch up. <laughs> yeah, hook her up, yeah. I called my six-year-old a bitch. Jesus, I did. That's what I did. That's what I did. I had to go on the internet. I had to figure it out. I didn't know what to do. I didn't have the money. I'm frugal like that. And I found out for $13,000. You want to finish it? You want to try? For $13,000, I can buy whole kids from other countries. <laughs> there you go. Peter O'Keefe. That rarely ever works when you uh, yeah. you want to finish it. It yeah. usually never ever works. It's true. Thank you very much. Uh, okay. Nice so shirt, Peter. Thank you very um, much. Uh, you have great. Uh, you have great. Um, you know, uh, confidence for Thank sure. You very much. And I think you can. I think you can. You know, that can go a long way. You connected with Brody a couple times. You know, you felt his energy. You, <laughs> You called over to Jesus at a good time, you know, that, that all makes sense. I think a lot of the stuff in between that, though, you know, like it, it, uh, what I noticed about your set was that your energy sort of carried it and, and told us where the punchlines were. But if your set was written out on paper and somebody had to read it, it would just read like facts. You know what I mean? Right, it would right, read yeah. like Barack, because of Barack Obama, I have to pay for that shit. You know, it's like, yeah, well, that's your, you know. First of all, you went political, which is always weird. Second of all, there's no punchline, and you just bashed Obama for a second, which is also weird. But I get it. You're from Florida, and you have a goatee, so you must be a Republican. Yeah, that's, no, no, not at all. Not at all. No? Libertarian, baby, libertarian. Oh, but that means you won't vote for the black guy, though. <laughs> from I fucking, three. I fucking voted for the black guy twice. Fuck off. <laughs> 
No, but you you are you are you are from Florida, so you do have the coke buzz when you're on stage because you do have a very very high energy. Like like this is yeah. a very small room, but you're playing for an arena in your head. You're like, hey, what's up, everybody? And so when you, when you're on stage, you're trying to kind of hypnotize the person, people to listen to you. So when you ha you're throwing so much energy, it's kind of like, oh, why is this guy? Going crazy on me, uh, uh, and it almost puts you off a little. Okay. So I, I would really be interested to see you do a set that was maybe t slowed down by 50% or more. Well, I did rush a lot of it because of... Right, right, right. But but when you rush it, it it's like, oh, my God, why is this guy screaming at me? And, yeah. you know, okay. it's, instead, I would rather if you just came and be like, hey, you know, I, I, I voted yeah, for a bomb. It's definitely always better to do anything at your normal speed, do it, doing a minute of your normal speed. It's or hard else, to do that, too. Or else, that'll well. always, or else you'll always make those weird adjustments. When you have 30 minutes of solid material and you get the Tonight Show, you don't see people going on the Tonight Show trying to get as much as they can just because they have a four-minute spot. Right. Yep. And they're not going, knock, knock, who's there? The chicken, chicken across the road, ba 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 you know, you have to just do it your own speed. Brody <laughs> Stevens is here. Steve Brody Stevens. Um, Pete, <laughs> I would say um, my only complaint, my only, my only red flag, Ooh. my only red flag was the use of the F word. Unnecessary. I would say I liked your stage presence. You want to call it confidence, whatever. You, I don't mind if you smoke pot. It works at your character. Thank you very much. I want you to smoke pot. Thank you very much. What? It's not good on. With the khaki pants, the toms, it's not good. You got to be clean-eyed. Trust me. I know what it takes to work in this town. You, Pete? I just got to say real quick, sorry to cut you off. That's okay. But Watt is agreeing with you while eating food right now. Oh, okay. I'm watching him. He just fries. had a mouthful of French Are you still fries. working fries. on that? He, was, he gave a Paul back. Up. I remember the bits, but I got attacked. Oh. Remember, remember, I got double bullhorned. Just remember that. <laughs> um, again, so that's my thing. I I, uh, I can't break down material. That's not my shtick. I'm a personality-driven guy. I liked your energy. I was. Even, I, I mean, this is a weird room. You know, I would say I would even say project more. But I think you're holding the mic down to kind of keep it in. I think you were actually trying to hold back in this room. And I feel if that's the way you are, if you're wired that way, keep doing it. So I don't know about I didn't like pay so much attention to the material. I didn't think it was a jab at Obama necessarily. Everyone, I do an Obama care joke. Yeah, but really you, but you, everybody's yeah. making fun of Obamacare, so you just assume if but somebody he, says Obamacare, it's a joke. But he literally didn't have a punchline. He just said he's going to have to pay. For, he got he did a kick act out, and then said I'm going to pay for it. The kick reminded me of a, you got a kind of a Joe uh, Joey Diaz vibe too. Go with that. Maybe you're Joey's uh, Cuban uncle. Go <laughs> <Yeah>. with that. <laughs> I'm down with that. No. But I like what you got. That's Keep awesome. it up. Thank Keep smoking much. pot. Don't change who you are. Here he is, Johnny. I would, I would say the opposite. Uh, you know, go even further with it. You you have a very ice road trucker thing. You know, when you come up on stage. And if you were just to let everybody know that you're a fucking ice road trucker and you do meth, you do all these fucking things, you're from Florida, that, right. you know, the people who will accept you will accept you more than the people who wouldn't. Yeah. So, truck on. Yeah. Right it's, on. 
It's true. You know what? If you, uh, I, I really like that note. If you talked about being from Florida and what you look like while doing that exact energy, there's no way it doesn't kill. All right. I'm down. Thank and you very so, much. So, you know, your take on Ice Bucket and your take on Barack Obama means nothing compared to your take on you, which is what people really want to find But here's the yeah. You could also play like a Latino guy from East L.A., like a Danny Trejo <laughs> guy. I'm That's serious. True. you got to think across right. the board. I'll That's do Arabic or Israeli. I, I, I have to admit, though, Ice Bucket and Obama are two topics that if a comic does, I'm just like, oh, God. You know? Yeah, you know, that's what I'm saying. Oh God, is that, is that ice bucket. you know, why cover things that anybody can cover when... You can talk you about can, yourself. Sure, yeah. sure. I did that the same when we worked in Jacksonville, too. I yeah. did that. Yeah, you I'm actually opened up for us in totally Despot in, uh, in Jacksonville, yeah. Florida. It was a lot of fun. Yep. And you're always going to want to hold the mic a little bit closer to your mic. I think you did that okay. for this room. Yeah. And I, you got great hair. Yeah. It's not going to go anywhere. You, Thank you, you very your, much. your acting range is wide. You could play Cuban Uncle all the way to Santa Claus if Thank you grow you it out. So <laughs> it's amazing. Peter, thank you. All Thank the you way from Florida, everybody. There he goes. Wow, he's Death Squad Florida. So Twitter. does everyone pull a name out, or is it just, how does that work? Do we all pull names? No. Oh, okay. Do you want to? I'd love to. Do okay, pull just trying to look for more interaction, but what do I know? Only 2,000 television will be warm. <laughs> Here we go. I'm pulling in a name. I can read it, Tony? Yep. Peter All right, here we go. Here we go. The name is Taylor Rizzo. There he is. What's up, guys? I, uh, I drove here from South Carolina. and uh, crazy. Originally, I was planning on a trip to fly out here, uh, but everybody kept telling me that if I even step into an airport with this beard... That the TSA is automatically going to pull me aside for a strip search. And I think that's bullshit. And I wanted to figure out a way, like, if they're going to waste my time, I want to figure out a, a safe way to fuck with them and waste their time, you know? And I was thinking, like, what's the policy on smuggling things in your butthole? Because the only time I've ever heard anybody get in trouble for that, it's always illegal stuff, like drugs or weapons. But, like, if they search me and they just find, like, my keys and my wallet and my passport, like, in a baggie, of course there's poop in there. But like, they can't just arrest me for being a weird guy. But it sure is going to eat up a lot of their time. Yeah. All right, that's my joke, guys. Thank you. Fuck yeah, buddy. That's hilarious. That's really good, man. Thank you. That's really funny. I don't know what I did how, with this. How, so you do stand-up in South, Car South I do, Carolina? I do, yeah. The first time I ever did stand-up outside of South Carolina was two weeks ago when I left on, wow. this, on this trip. Yeah. How, how long were you doing it there? Uh, like two and a half years. Nice. I'm so glad you got pulled up, too. This is awesome. Yeah, because, me too, man. Uh, I'm excited. I, I talked to you, and was it also Jacksonville? In Jacksonville, yeah. <laughs> I, met, I met the other guy there, too, as wow. well. It was crazy. It just kind of worked out. And what did I tell you to Oh, I, my original plan, I was, gonna just, I was dealing with some depression, and I was like, I'm going to quit my job and go pursue stand-up. And I met Red Band, and I told him, he was like, do not quit your job at all. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like... Well, all right, what do I do? And I just, so I took a month off from work and making it happen. Yeah, because you, you have to get out there. You have to see it, but you can't just like, be like I'm just going to quit and become a stand-up because honestly, dude, you're going to become homeless. And yeah. there's, a, no, there's right. a lot of homeless comics. Most of the guys that you s you've seen tonight are homeless. Like, like most people in here are homeless. <laughs> like, Josh, Josh Martin lived in his car for almost two years. Like, like, yeah. and he, he still, I think he still does. He still yeah, lives, he in, still his lives car, in his everybody. car. What's the rental? Josh that? lives in his car. Put your car. hands together for Josh <laughs> Martin. 
Almost yeah. got flicked in the nuts, sleeping oh, yeah. in his car for the love of the game. What's the yeah. safety deposit for that? <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's, you know, comedy comedy's something that you need to do if you want to do it, but don't throw all your... your turds in the basket, yeah. put it in your mouth or something. I don't know what that means. You're right. No, I, I really appreciate <laughs> the advice because this what? has been a, an eye-opening trip for me. I've never really been off the East Coast, so I've seen more of the country in the last two weeks than I have my whole life. Can I ask a question? Yeah. Um, I don't know if this will play in the podcast. It's kind of interesting to how you hold your mic. You hold it like on your... Uh, you have, I put it on my... You have an interesting mic texture. Chin right here? Yeah. Because I'm really shaking. You're shaking, yeah. so oh, it's, a def- like it's a defense yeah. mechanism. What you'll get is what I have. Uh, you might be able to see you get a little herp right here. <laughs> because uh, comics are the dirtiest, and then you just, you know, like if you like, bite your lip, you, next thing you know, you do a show, you, you have 32 comics that probably have touched that mic in the last 24 I think hours. I have a little lump there right Yeah, now, and don't put it in your pants either. All right. It's okay. No. I'm not going to kiss you. Right. Uh, Not anymore. What's your job yeah. in South Carolina? What do you go back home to? And when um, do you go back home? I work at Urban Outfitters. I build the displays and stuff that they have in the store, or help build the displays. What city in South Carolina? Charleston, South Carolina. Do you have a girlfriend That's a there? That's a hot town. I do not. Boyfriend? Anymore. No. Also They're open-minded. Not. They are open-minded So there. what are you going back home to? Just my, that? My job and... See, what do you, I'm what? gonna disagree with Red. <laughs> yeah. on this one. No, I'm no, no, no. Qu- I told him to not quit yet. He, urban he Outfitters are is he, every city. I was just some guy walking up to him saying, "Hey, I'm gonna quit my job for stand-up." Well, I think you should get a job at the Urban Outfitters in the Glendale Galleria and split <laughs> yeah. rent with somebody. There's for, one on Kawanga. That's Squad, Florida. There's you get forty percent off it. What's your employee discount? Forty percent. There you go. Good there. call. Positive energy. They're connected. <laughs> I picked all the number forty. I got it. But what do I know? Yeah. <laughs> that, by the way, that is the ninth time Brody's dropped the mic during this episode, for those of you keeping count. <laughs> but but to be honest, let's let's be honest here. We talk about this a lot on, on podcasts, especially Joe Rogan podcasts. How many comedians actually make enough money to survive, to live, you know, to, to it's a very, Not very many, but the ones small that, number. But the ones that sacrifice everything for a few years are more likely to end up making money than the people that just keep working and only go up a couple times a week and don't throw themselves to the wolves. Yeah, I, I mean, mean, a job at Urban Outfitters, that means you can still go up at night. Don't yeah. do your Urban Outfitters. Do a waiter job. I get, yeah. I mean, I, get, I only get to go up like twice a week in Charleston. The first year that I did stand-up, I only got to go up once a week. Well, if it's something that you want to do, then you'll figure it out. You'll either move to L.A. or New York yeah. and knock it out. It's definitely something I want to do. This is kind of a trip to, that's a to really see if I joke. am capable. Yeah, you think so? Yeah, Thank you. definitely. That's the one thing I'd give a, a structural note on is, is there's a part where you say it's bullshit, which before the mm. reveal of everything, yeah, and yeah. it's for no reason. It's sort of like a good Brody, no need to cuss okay. if you don't, because you, you're going from one thing to the other when you do that. You're saying right, somebody yeah. told you that you're going to go into the, you're, you're going to get stopped at TSA. Mm. And then what do you say? Which I think is bullshit. Which is bullshit. Yeah. Which is bullshit. But they would waste but they, my time. But you're saying that you're saying that in a period where it won't get a laugh, a and you're about to tell them what you'd rather do anyway. So there's no point that this is bullshit and you okay. might make people wonder if that was a punchline that just didn't hit. So okay. instead don't give them the option. Go straight into more Straight sure. into what I would do. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Straight into more bullshit. Think of cool. think of other things you could put in your butt. Think of it like I <laughs> think of uh, you know you're only allowed one carry on. <laughs> think of like right. turning like going to airplane mode, not when it's in my ass. You know like. 
<laughs> like, like, there's a lot you could just. I mean, again, you're you're messing. You're in that that weird airplane humor uh-huh. world, so you know. But it's unique because it's in your ass. So that's true. I I knew you'd have some insight to the butthole jokes. Right. Yeah. The more yeah. butthole jokes, the better. <laughs> As for putting all your eggs in one basket and doing this thing. I did that, mm-hmm. and now I'm trying to find out where the hell I put the basket. But if you keep fucking looking for it, you know, things could yeah, be good. Absolutely. Cool. I took the Josh Martin approach. I threw everything out there, and, uh, you know, at one point I was sleeping behind this building in my car <laughs> for a few months, and I was having more fun doing that than a lot of the time since then and before then. And because. All that I had to do was wake up for stand-up, and I'd get a new. You wake up when the sun comes out. You shower. You get a newspaper, and you start writing all day. And if it wasn't for some of those days with absolutely no distractions and no work and nothing else to do, I probably wouldn't have gotten the writing worth work ethic that I get to do during the day. Then yeah. go do stand-up and whatever else I want to do at night. So now I do both. I'm in the Writers Guild, and I'm a stand-up comedian, and it's stupid and insane and <laughs> retarded because all my teachers were big haters. They yeah. never thought I'd be able to do that. Man, and yeah, uh, so, you know, it, that's a f- that's too funny of a TSA joke. Probably one of my favorite ones I've ever heard. And if you got up more and chipped away and added more to that, it, it could be really amazing. So I'd love to see, you know, what other stuff you have. When do you have to go back to South Carolina? Um, I have to leave here, like, Thursday. I'm staying for the secret show on Wednesday. Nice. Um, I say come back in two months and let's see another 30 seconds on that uh, that bit. <laughs> All right. There you go. Go. I can make another work? drive out there here. I'll, I'll, I'll take that. If, yeah. Cool. If, if I come back out in a few months. You yeah. got a good. Kids down. got a good attitude. Keep doing it. Yep. Stay nice. Yep. Fuck the drive, dude. You can you you can get tickets to, to, to for like two hundred bucks. <laughs> I'm just so scared. Sell of your Xbox. What? You I'm so scared of flying. flying but I just uh, got to make it get happen. O- get over it now, dude. Dude, more people die in a bus or a car than an airplane. Yeah. Just fucking have some Jack Daniels. Close your eyes, go to sleep. You wake up, you're in another state. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. Cool. Sounds good. Yeah. yeah. Being afraid of flying is never going to get you anywhere. You got to yeah. get over that. What, what are your guys' policy on shorts on stage? I hate it, yeah. and I just didn't want to go there, but yeah, yeah don't wear it's shorts. It's okay. I usually yeah. don't. It was just, I've been walking around. I, I'm staying with my friend's house, and he went to work at noon, and you put I've, on been just, shorts. I've just been out on the town ever since. So you, I you, haven't gone anywhere. You put on your friend's shorts, Brody asked? It got a chunk. These are my shorts. <laughs> Do you want to put on my shorts, Brody? Taylor? I'm 36 inch waist. What are you? These are You're 34. These 34? are 34, but I am a 32 now, so there thanks you for go. noticing. Got a number, another number right. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Wow, what are you up to? <laughs> 34 barely fit. That, that, that's 36. 34 without t- buttoning the top button, everybody. Watch yeah. Smith. That's We're on either end of the spectrum for 34s. Mine are way too big and his are way too tight. That's a yeah. 36 in denial. That's yeah. pretty much what it is. <laughs> Taylor, oh, it was man. nice meeting you. Guys, very funny. Thank you very much. Taylor Rizzo. <laughs> Got to go back to South Carolina on Thursday. That's so cool. Nice. So please keep them away from sharp objects and uh, nooses. Because I'd be miserable. John, cool. you want to read one? That's so yeah, cool. sure. That's so cool that he got to go up because yeah. both of those guys, Jacksonville, Florida, I, I Jackson, was there yeah. doing shows with them. It's amazing. And it just right. goes to show. What's it like sleeping in a car? It's actually surprisingly fucking amazing. I could, I could tell you. Like, it's, it's really, really crazy. It depends on where your car is parked. Or what kind of I, car. I'd imagine. <laughs> I'd imagine. It helps with perspective. I have troubles doing it. Well. G- Who do we got? Uh, Jared 
Elvis. He's very happy. All these disease awareness campaigns everywhere, you know, cancer awareness, AIDS awareness. If you aren't aware of these diseases by now, uh, get to a doctor because you probably have them. Uh, how about instead of promoting awareness, we go back to, uh, I don't know, trying to find a cure? That seemed like a novel idea. Being aware doesn't really get you anywhere. I mean, I was aware I was balding for years. Look where that got me. <laughs> I think it, I think it uh, shows how lazy we've gotten as a society. Like, it used to be a run for the cure. Then it was a AIDS walk. Now it's a just be aware, you know. <laughs> Keep an eye out your window, you know? That pesky AIDS will get you. The campaigns themselves don't even make sense half the time. Like the NFL does their, has their Breast Cancer Awareness Month coming up. You know, they look like a bunch of assholes wearing pink. Uh, now, that's all well and good, but it seems they should be promoting awareness for a few other things, such as uh, gun control awareness, or I don't know, I used to say domestic abuse awareness right here, but uh, they are promoting domestic abuse awareness <laughs> nowadays going about it in a different way than I would have chose, but hey, at least they're trying. <laughs> wow. Jared Ellis just got two kitty meows. Uh, I was being nice because I liked his stage presence. Did, did something techno just Yeah, you have a good stage presence. Thanks. Came up smiling, yeah. good posture up there, shoes are good, DC, I support that, Rob Deerdick, I'm with yeah. that family. Um, <laughs> yeah, good stage presence, likability. Um, I'll let uh, Tony and the other guys handle the material and all that, but I thought it was pretty good. You got some good, smart, clever uh, lines in there, so I, I would say just keep doing it. Nice. There you go. A little encouragement from Brody. Don't quit. Uh, <laughs> Johnny? Um, if anything, I would just say be louder about it because it's, it's, it's more convincing to the people. It sounded like you were like just running through. Yeah, I usually have more. I don't know. I was no more nervous. It's been like over a week since I've been up. Yeah. Yes. Well, well, you know. But they were coming down hard, or not hard, but Pete saying, like, bring it down a notch. So I'm sure. Did you hear that? Did you hear that? Like, bring it down. I'm going to bring it down because of that. Did you think that a little bit? Uh, it didn't cross my mind. But. Oh, you should have agreed with me. <laughs> yeah, you were just, you were just missing pauses. Yeah. Miss, your timing was a little weird. You were just trying to run through through it. But I, 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 you still felt looked and felt good on stage, I could tell. You know Where are you from? Yeah. Uh, Illinois. What nationality are you? Uh, Aryan? Irish. And no, I mean, I got Irish, and German, Italian. Italian. What? And those are That's Aryan. That's it? That yeah. Midwest mutt. That's How weird. come you slowed it down? Why did you, like, bring it down a notch? You were nervous? Uh, or you were Yeah, slow? I was more nervous than usual tonight, actually. Oh, you've uh, done this before? Yeah, I've been up here once before. Uh, two weeks ago? Uh, two or three weeks. Yeah. When Pauly Shore was here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. How'd that go? Uh, I went pretty well. Oh, that's Paulie offered me a job here, but that's right. Remember, haven't How'd heard that back since. <laughs> I've oh. talked to Adam a few times. But he get, keeps giving me the runaround. What's your background? You speak pretty well. Uh, I mean, I've always been like I took a lot of speech classes in college and stuff. Got it. <laughs> wow. Did I say speak well? Take speech classes. But what do I know? <laughs> Whoa! Whoa! Mic drop number ten. There he is. Powerful. <laughs> Triple air horn, it uh, seems to be a good thing now. Yeah. It went from a negative to a positive. Uh, Josh Martin. Oh, this fucking guy. And, and Where's Dan, Josh? Sleeping in his car? What's he doing? <laughs> He's taking a, 
I'm taking, taking a nap on the 405. Taking guys. a nap. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, Jared, so you lost your hair. When did you lose your hair? Uh, well, How I old know, are you? I'm 31. What size waist are you? <laughs> 32. <laughs> wow. 32? Soon those two things will eclipse. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> and one day Jared, or one day Watt is going to be 55, like his waist. Uh, oh, guys, on, leave the guy I'm alone. kidding. Everybody knows they don't have odd numbers and waist. Uh, <laughs> they actually do. I some just, some, yeah, I some just got do. A, I just really? got a Macy's 35 the other day. You can get a 35. Yeah. <laughs> That's a weird. That's a weird one that they go odd numbers sometimes. Yeah, it is weird. That's they just do. Macy's though. Oh, I think I, Quicksilver I guess 31 also. Thirty-one is one. Yeah, I guess they do do odd numbers. All right. Hey, it's still got a laugh. You guys didn't realize it when I said it. Um, so do you still have to shave your head? Yeah, I mean. Where does it grow in at? Well, what does it look like when you have it grown out? Like Brody's. Just what do you mean? Hey, hey, whoa, whoa, whoa! This is a whoa. choice. Yeah. Uh. I gave up on it at like 28. I mean, it had been falling out for years, but then I just said, fuck it. How long have you lived in L.A.? Uh, I just got out here a couple months ago. Well, congratulations. Welcome, Jared. That's Jared Ellis, everybody. Good job, Jared. You took a while on the first two. So you're not, fr- are you're not, you're not friends with Deerdick, are you? Are you friends with Rob? I don't know. Enough. Okay. Not everybody is that deep into show business, Brody. You're the one that works with everybody. No, I t- he looks like a guy who would hang out with Rob Deerdick. He He's does. wearing the DC shoes. Yeah. He's got a chill vibe. Yeah. He probably doesn't smoke pot. Jared, are you straight edge? No, I smoke pot. All right, I've been wrong on a lot of stuff <laughs> tonight. I've been wrong on a few things. All right, you want to... P- Jared Ellis is on Twitter at Jared Comedy, but it seems like he spells it differently than his first name on the Twitter handle. Oh. It's J-A-Y-R-E-D. Is that true, Jared? What's going on here? No, 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 Jared. If you are spelling your name wrong than what your real name is, you need to get a Twitter name that's just JJJ2. Yes, you need that to do anything to spell you some th- other man's name on your Twitter yeah. handle. Don't confuse the fuck out of your people that know you. Well, no, I think it's a Y. No, it's an R. No, it's a Y. Yeah. I thought you, your last name was Elvis. <laughs> you ruined everything, jerk. No, good set. Oh, we know this young lady very All right, well. here we go. Let's say it together. Her name is... Sarah, Sarah Kinney! Oh, you ain't swim moving like a tortoise Full of rigor mortis There's a little bit more to show It's been a really good day for me, you guys uh, When I was riding my bike, I found a finger on the ground And like, everybody knows that's really good luck, right? It's like that saying when you were a kid Find a finger on the ground, you will never wear a frown Did you guys have that? Or was that just me? (laughs) We found a lot of fingers in my family. Um, So I'm a little worried that overall women might be less, well, we might be more gullible than men. Because I've never had a girlfriend come up to me and say, I went to my psychic today. I've only ever had a guy say that to me. You know, I don't need a psychic because I have a therapist and a life coach and a shaman. And once in a while, we all get together and we beat up a psychic. And what's weird is they never see it coming. You would think they would. Interesting. Sarah Kenny. 
All right, let's get into it. The finger thing, I don't know how it worked, but it worked. So I'm not going <laughs> to Did you really find his much. finger? Um, I, I actually was riding my bike once, and I saw what looked like it might be a finger on the ground, and then I, I didn't stop, so I have no idea if it was. I, I looked around. There was nobody running around screaming, like, where's my finger? So just kept going. Fuck, yeah. <laughs> you think, uh, like, lesbians that find fingers on grounds don't tell anybody and just put it inside them? No. No, I don't think that. <laughs> I'll just answer that like a normal question and say no. For a fact, I know they don't do that. Really? Yeah. Nobody ever finds a finger on the ground, first of all. Yeah, but what the odds of a lesbian finding a finger are crazy. What the closest on which we'll finger? ever get is Sarah Kenny, who's not a lesbian and didn't actually find a finger on the ground. And that's <laughs> it's a, just, it's a, just a man hidden camp show. A hidden camp show. In West Hollywood, like outside of a lesbian bar. See how many girls put it inside them and not tell the cops. Brian, you're sneaking in a lot of the, your creepy things tonight. <laughs> When's the last time you did a dysentery? You need to vent. You need to do that crazy shit that you do. You're, you're, you're all pent up. I love it, but that's a lot. To say, I mean, to say, that would, that would be like saying, do gay guys find uh, penises on the street and put them in their butt? I think they would. If they were hungry, their, their butts were hungry, they would just put it in their... You think that's what happens? Gay guys' butts get hungry, and it's like we have to—I have to eat penis with my butt. Look Can at the I chatter that you started. If, Can this, I if this audience was mic'd right now, you wouldn't be able to hear us. Can hey. I get all, uh, yes. Sarah? Yeah. I think uh, again, I don't—I don't pay attention much to material, but it seems like you got. <laughs> In general, that's not my thing. You right. watch Dancing with the Stars. Yes. The guy's good. I'm like yes. Bruno. Right. I'm Bruno. But they don't say that after every single contestant. <laughs> exactly what they do. I mean, you've done. Why that not? Every time. I, it's called branding. <laughs> okay. Welcome back. They same every night. Get the audience used to it. Right. Just do it. <laughs> don't say it though. I'm only doing what I've been doing the last six months. I love it. Killing it. You're things. killing it. Thank yes. you. I yes. want complete freedom. I would say <laughs> that you have a, like a nice, likable personality. I would talk about that. There's no reason to go. I mean, unless that's your whole shtick. Like, yeah, I look this way. Yeah, she's dark and evil. Okay, then she's if you're like dark a, and evil, she's, she's like a Chucky doll. It's like, oh, I'm gonna buy this for my kid. And then, well, I would say if you're gonna be dark and evil, you gotta be really dark and evil because you don't look like you'd be dark and evil. So I think you have to almost double up on that. That's my opinion. Well, the stuff surrounding that finger is a lot of, like, she's really worked hard, and she's taken a lot of chances. I've seen her do some crazy <laughs> abortion jokes, and, I mean, they really stand out to me. And the last few times you've been on, it's been, you know, definitely more refined. I think bringing all that, a little bit of that evil stuff that you want to talk about with that actual person that's telling it in that perspective. So there's always constant improvement. What did you talk about after the finger thing? Uh, the psychic yeah, I didn't get that at all because I've never heard a guy say I went to a psychic. It's always a girl. Yeah. It's the opposite. Yeah. Did I say guy? Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. I yeah. watched it. You, I didn't even realize I watched it. It's like, what guys are you <laughs> hanging out with? <laughs> yeah, that's an important one when the that's setup's That's the first backwards. time I've ever done that, and I didn't even realize I did it. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> the setup has to work for everything following to work. <laughs> Or else it would be, why did the chicken stay on that side of the road? Oh and then people would go, to get to the other side. And everybody would be like, what the fuck did you just I say to me? I a guy friend right. Oh, that's so funny. Okay. Well, there you go. No wonder, because uh, I usually get a really big laugh. I'm like, that's weird. They don't get it. <laughs> Johnny, what do you got? No, I was going to say just that. Yeah. Like, I don't yeah. know any guys. No, that was, was I can't even believe I said that. That's ridiculous. Oh, well, believe it. I, be I do no, believe it. I do believe it. <laughs> there you go, Sarah Kenny. We're flying through it. S. Kenny Comedy. Good job, Sarah. She's on Twitter at S. Kenny Comedy. She did it.
constantly signing up, constantly doing spots. It's so fun to watch. One of my throw. favorites. Yeah, definitely. Put your hands together for Rob Bank. Rob Banks, everyone. Here he is. How are we doing? Together. How are we doing? So I'm coming up on my year anniversary of moving to LA, and I'm looking back at my experiences. And I re like when I first moved here, I was living in a 16-person house. It was a, it was a four-bedroom. So it was really jam. It, it was gay. It was all guys. <laughs> and it like obviously I, I uh <laughs> I'm out of breath running down here, but sorry. I uh but obviously I come from a white family. Uh but it is a mixed ethnicity house. Like there's white guys, there's black guys, and there's one Filipino guy. And he scared me the most. And the black guys, he said the N-word a lot. And I, I said to him, I was like, hey, guys, how about we say Nathan instead? <laughs> and my, like, my Nathans in the house weren't feeling it. <laughs> they weren't. The, Phil the reason the Filipino guys scared me the most is my dad told me uh, that my <coughs> grandfather was oh, Thank you, guys. If you want to finish it, go ahead. <laughs> that, <laughs> well, thank you. My, he said that my grandfather was stationed in the Philippines, and he said that we might have some family out there, so he could be my long lost brother. See, it doesn't usually work. The, who, the Filipino guy? Which guy? You say Filipino weird. Are you aware of that? Yeah, do I you say do a that lot on purpose. I say a lot of things weird. Really? Yeah. Filipino. <laughs> Yeah, it's like you turn another nationality just for that one word. Yeah. <laughs> Johnny, do it again. What does he say? Filipino. <laughs> Those are spicy Filipinos. Yeah. Mm. Delicious. <laughs> a jalapeno and a Filipino. Fuck yeah. I mean, I'm not a material guy. No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> but you guys are talking about that stuff. I right. mean, uh, a lot of the, they go right into it. It's like, is this your first time here? Have you done it before? No, I've not. This is this is the same time I made it to the store. Wow! Yeah, congratulations. Yeah. I just like to like have this, uh, see people like go talk more about themselves real quick. I'm this, boom. You know, sometimes they're right into. It. I just like to find out. I know we only have a short amount of time. Maybe yeah. like ten seconds. Who are you? Where are you from? What do you do? Just I like to see that established a little bit up front. That's my thing. And then point of view on stuff like you're a young kid you know yeah I'm, you know tony does this stuff like i'm young i look like i'm from west hollywood you moved here or whatever i would play into that play into like you know what you look like mm -hmm. you're young or whatever that's my thing like if, if anything like with uh, what you were talking about with like living with like 16 people and they were all different ethnicities uh maybe compare that to somewhere or something where yeah, there's a bunch of different like ethnicities instead of just saying oh uh there were a bunch of people there and then one of them did this like compared to like you know uh, Toronto's multicultural. Toronto? Number one, number yeah. one multicultural city in the Where world. Where was this at when you lived with 16 people here? Uh, it was in Woodland Hills. Wow. Yeah. How long ago did you move here? Uh, I'm coming up on a year, so it was in November. Was it a flop house? Uh, or, uh, <laughs> was there webcams in your bedroom? Where do you live now? Uh, in the valley, like Van Nuys. Have you been offered to do uh, straight curious porn? <laughs> 
straight pyramids. Now I get a laugh. In uh, stand-up's your thing. You doing spots in the valley? Yeah. So you're driving yeah. out to this side a lot? Uh, yeah, I started to. Or are you to. just doing it over there? Uh, well, when I first... At first, I was just doing it in the valley. Now I'm coming over the hill. Which, by the way, for all you people that were groaning earlier when I was talking about sleeping in my car, just know this. I would <laughs> never, ever, in a million years, live in a house with 16 dudes. That's hell. When I was sleeping in my car, it was behind the comedy store, which would open up at about 7 or 8 a.m. A cleaning crew would come in, and then I could walk right in and literally... 16 dudes in one house. I had zero people in this entire building. I had tens of thousands of square feet to do whatever I wanted. I mean, in my he own... danced I on had, stage, didn't he? I, I, had, I had eight bathrooms to myself, you know. So think about that for a second, whereas he's sharing one bathroom with God only knows how many people. But, uh, you Double know, that, that's a terrible situation. That's rough. How many guys were in your bedroom with you? Uh, oh, no. Well, it was it's a four-bedroom house, but they split up. They put people in the garage, and they put people in the dining room. Wow. Yeah, that's how they made it work. Where did you move here from? Uh, Ohio. Wow. What so part? Uh, Akron, Ohio. Holy shit. That's from, a, you know, where LeBron James, like, he grew up, like, his house and all that stuff? No shit. No, do you? Yeah, I know. <laughs> do you ever see Does he? Do you know him at all? No. He left Miami. Didn't you see that? Well, he came <laughs> back. He just came back. Quadruple air horn asking a young man from Akron if he knew that LeBron James was from there. <laughs> no, I said, did you know where he lived? Oh, good. Did you know the house where he lived? Yeah. That's all I wanted to know. Are you aware that I'm from Youngstown, Ohio? Uh, yes. And he I, came back to Cleveland. He's back on the he's Yeah, back he's on back. The Are no you aware that Brian's from Columbus, Ohio? Google that other thing. The no, Richmond. I did not know that. Oh. Did you know that I'm wearing a Buckeye shirt right I now? I knew that. It is? It's the... It's the, the no, but who's the, the, the main... This club? Is it the Atlanta Braves? That's what I'm trying to find <laughs> out. Oh, my God. They still didn't find Who the is the AAA for the Atlanta Braves? That's all we need to find out. It's got to be Richmond. Please find out. It's with they, everybody these nights. They really have <laughs> You think they really have the squirrels as their mind? I think game? they do, but I just want to know it's Atlanta Braves. Here's my thing with these comedians. What's the point of view? It's like you're, you're like a good-looking guy, right? You're a young kid. How yeah. are we going to sympathize with you? You like, like you, you lived oh, in the, the house. That's good. Mm -hmm. You talk about that. Yeah. You could say something like, I'm a good-looking guy. They put me in four. you got to build up like who you like. you got to yeah. talk about and contrast it And a calling bit. 16 guys living in a house gay isn't a punchline. That's not a way to describe it unless yeah. it's a bunch of gay dudes in the house. You answered an and ad. And then you're telling them uh -huh. You're on some reality show. What, whatever. You're not used to it. I, I, I'm, in, I'm clean. I'm whatever. You just got to like... And you're, you're very close to a math joke, meaning there's too many details that you're trying to like say, hey, you need to remember this, you need to uh -huh. remember this. You have to like make it easy and easily yeah. to listen. You know? How was the water pressure there? Was it good? <laughs> good question. It's, it's well watered. How many dude. bathrooms were there? Tagging these. Two. Wow. Josh, how come you didn't move there? That's a good deal. No, it's not. 17 <laughs> in a four-bedroom apartment. No, I love Josh Martin. He's a good guy. Give Josh Martin a nice hand, so by the way. So you've lived in L.A. for about a year. The whole time you've been on the Valley side of things. For what? To save money? Yeah. Isn't well, it a yeah. hassle, though, only it's... living that Valley life? Don't you see why it might cost <laughs> a little bit more money over here, but it might be worth it if you want to do yeah. stand-up? 
in a Brody, contrast. you're born and raised in the Valley. It's a whole different thing. I'm talking, but it's I'm so talking, much happier there. I'm talking about the transplant life. Yeah. Which I transplant? Can't. Live here. Live, live in my old apartment on, uh, on Hollywood Boulevard. I hated it. So happy to be back in Valley Village. Amen. But if you move here, you got to go the whole thing. Being out Woodland Hills, that's not the Hollywood LA. If you're coming here from Ohio, Tony's right. You need to be right. here in Hollywood, not out in Burbank. Hey! <laughs> what the fuck? That bro. is a direct <laughs> shot. No air horns. No air horns on that one. Uh, but he said it. That was a direct shot, revenge shot at Brian Redman from Brody oh Stevens. It worked out. <laughs> You don't Whoa. do that to he me. He hit the snare drum a few <laughs> times before that one. Hey, uh, Rob, you were great. Thank you. Welcome. All right, well, Come back again. I mean, he's on Twitter at Comic Rob Banks, everybody. All one word, Comic Rob Banks. He has that name. If you're wondering who Rob Banks is, that's him. Is that your real name, Rob? Yeah. Really? <laughs> uh, you got to no. make a judge. Yeah, your last name. Is it Rob Banks? Be honest. We're here for you. My name's not Brody Stevens. That's why I go to Stephen Brody Stevens. Is Rob your dad's name or your middle name? Tell the truth. My middle name. Boom. Your first name's Anthony. Philip. What's your first name? <laughs> Any relation to John Banks from Columbus, Ohio? Any, <laughs> any relation? Let him answer. Let him answer. Let him answer. What's your first real? What's your first name? Nathan. Nathan Banks. That's a good name. Nathan Banks. It sounds like you're in charge of something. Yeah. I like Rob Banks. That Rob Banks is good too, but that's kind of like, like a, a rapper playoff or a it. fake name. It sounds like a fake name. I like Nathan Banks, and it's not too late to change your name. It's, it's not too late. But think about it. Confidence, you're out in LA, you gotta push. Get to Hollywood. It's true. Uh Brady. Hello. Yes. Johnny, any closing yeah. words for Rob Banks? Uh I I kinda like Nate Banks. If you Ooh, say it like that. Ooh, Nate Banks. Nate, I like Nathan Banks, but you know what? Have the attitude. Get up here and push it. We keep it going, right, what, Tony? Yeah. What about Natty B? Natty. Can I reach in and pull out a name? <laughs> no, we're done that pulling like a names. Butter. This is the part of the show where we go to our two regulars. Oh. Two young ladies that have been doing a brand new 60 seconds each week. That's right. You fans of the show know what's up because they have been killing lately. It's always fun to watch them do a brand new 60 seconds. Uh, this week, it's no different. You know your first comedian as a regular on both Kill Tony and the Dysentery podcast, always with a goofy extended style on perhaps a small thing, not always talking about herself. That's not her style. Is that her going to come up? Yes. I've been, I've, you're a great Instagram follow, by Boom. the way. A great Instagram on follow. On top of all that, she's one of our favorites and one of the only two regulars here on Kill Tony. Put your hands together for the great Sarah Wine. Oh, Thanks, everybody. the Maryland and the present. What's up? Not too stoked about autumn. <laughs> Just really not into fall. Not looking forward to Halloween. Don't like it. Least favorite holiday. Think it's weird. More confusing than that. What, like, why do people think it's a good idea to go the pumpkin patch? Let's go pick out a pumpkin. Let's take time out of our day to buy an oversized squashed. Not squash, not squashed. Let's take time out of our day to buy an overpriced squash that we don't even have room for. Have you ever carved a fucking pumpkin? If I wanted to be a brain surgeon, then I would be a brain surgeon. I don't want to stick my hand in that and pull out all of the innards of it. And then you just, you're supposed to put lights in it and then it just rots. I don't understand where the payoff is. 
Why carve a pumpkin when I can just look at other people's carved pumpkins? All right. Fuck yeah, a little uh, a little October themed. Uh... Can I tag in? Because on a, on a, on a material note, so you're talking about like pulling the uh, like a doctor pulling out the inyards. Yeah, yeah. You could and like put a light. You could it's doing something like that to a human. I pulled out. Uh, I put a we put a pumpkin light in the human. Just something like that. I was just think, combining the two. Oh, she said, okay, don't get on me for my. I'm not, you don't see anything with the. I'm trying to be involved with the material. I'm a huge fan of. Halloween, so I can't comment on I'm this. I'm just talking about just an actual joke. How you did the inyards? I just think you like know, treating like a human being like this. a Halloween, uh, like a like a pumpkin. Is that I'll, what I was saying? But what do I know? I'll tell you this: is that you had wine shank momentum in the beginning, like uh-huh. you were setting up this dark evil. Everything, every fucking one of the first six things you said was negative. It was awesome. You were setting up this whole thing. You were going, what was it? I don't like autumn. Don't like fall, Halloween, and then you go, and worse than all of that, all of a sudden you broke up this rhythm and tone. Instead of going straight to pumpkin patch or carving pumpkins, however you do your thing, there was a part where you started explaining yourself when you didn't have to. Too much. You could have just gone right into it. You said, I "I hate autumn, bobbity ba, everything was hatred, 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 hatred. You were getting to your goal, which is pumpkins. Right. But instead you go, and more confusing than all of that. Yeah, that was weird. Yeah, right. I you broke up, up a rhythm. Flow. Whereas yeah. normally I talk about the actual material. I'm talking about the rhythm that you had. You were setting up for this thing, right. blowing up this balloon, and then you let all the air out right before it, hitting it with the needle. Yeah. Piggybacking on that, uh-huh. like I don't know if it's because you didn't have the time, but even more examples of stuff in fall that you, like okay. leaves – and crunching leaves and, you know, whatever. You know, and just like, like a, yeah. Yeah. all that stuff that, that fall, like, you know, right. autumn right. or whatever. Be careful know. about, you know what works for you. You know what I mean? You had us already giggling at that goofy stuff. And then there was a part where you, you had such perspective and angle. You hated this. You don't like this. Bobbity ba. And then you go, and more confusing than all yeah. of it, pumpkin patch. But it's like, that's not more confusing than all of that. Yeah. Before we were we could see what you were saying, but why pumpkin patch is more confusing than your hatred for the overall things? It wouldn't be the overall thing wouldn't be more confusing. Right. I mean, the pumpkin patch wouldn't be more confusing right. than all of Halloween because that's part of Halloween. So it's like in addition to that, I didn't need to fucking. Fuck you don't up even my need flow. to say that. <laughs> the way you okay. do things, one of the funniest things about your style is that you take something small and make it goofy. So if you just go right into pumpkin patch, that's all you have to say in your goofy way, you know. Right. But instead, you sort of. Gave in and I backed wanted off, to yeah. be nice, yeah. Yeah. Whereas I say hit the gas on your cool, like, Tim Burton style of uh, dark evil creepiness. I think when you bash Halloween, you're going to have to just come with the conclusion that you're going to probably not flow for, like, 30% of the people in the audience, though. You know, oh, there's right. a group of people that are like, what? What are you saying about Halloween? You know, well, like... Well, I can make <laughs> them... I can explain why I don't like Yeah, but Halloween. a lot of people like see, carving I pumpkins. I want to see more Halloween yeah. shit. Well, luckily, right, it's Halloween, not even October next yet. Monday, let's next go. Monday, bring, <laughs> come, bring it. See, the carving pumpkins. I'm like Dexter with the pumpkin, see? But, again, right. that was my... I got shot down, and that's why I didn't say anything for the last three minutes. Whoa. Drop number 11. There it is. <laughs> oh, number 12. I lost count, even. Uh, Sarah, that was fun. I want to hear more Halloween stuff, and I also feel like if you're going to mention Halloween, you have to say the word candy somewhere, or else a part of unanswered in anticipation at any point, at any pers- anything that you think is original about candy, 
at any point, you're going to have to say because Halloween makes us think of candy first. Okay. I got something. Maybe, the, maybe something I could picture you saying is along the lines of in your own way, like you don't think orange and black even go well together. You know? Yeah, they clash. Do you I like Christmas? Yeah, I love Christmas. Ugh. When I think of Halloween. <laughs> Whoa, a red pan mic drop. Whoa. I've never <laughs> seen one of those. Brody, look what you've done. I've gone, I believe, 72 or 73 episodes with red pan without a single mic drop. Good, it's a good feeling, isn't it's it? It's contagious. Next thing, Brody's going to be hitting an air horn button. When um, I hear Halloween, I think of murder. Let me stab you. All right, Brody. Okay. It's good to have you on your last free day. I don't have a gun. That was on Twitter two years ago. Speaking of Twitter, Sarah Weinshank is on Thank Twitter you. at Princess Shank. Thank you guys. There she goes, everybody. That's Princess S H E N K, all one word. Princess Shank. That's three S's in a row, if you're wondering, right there in the middle. Hearing her talk about Halloween reminded me of puking in the thing. That was. That was Halloween a couple years ago, right? Yeah, that was. It was projectile. It went, it went straight up like a fountain because he covered his mouth <laughs> and it went right out of the South top. South Park style? It looked like the fucking Bellagio fountain over here, uh, except it was all liquor. Imagine that. Our other regular and your final comedian of the night is uh, so much fun, so cool. You know her as the uh, college dropout. I got to hang out with her in Vegas on Saturday night and she got to see her first UFC fight. Put your hands together for Kimberly Congdon. <laughs> Hi guys, what's up? Um, I turned 24 on Thursday, which is really exciting. Um, I spent my weekend in Vegas. It was a lot of fun. Um, going, going to Vegas was really interesting. It was my first time uh, spending any time there, and I drank a lot. I told my mom about it, and she said that I might have a problem with drinking which I disagreed with because it's really easy, you know? I had a problem with college algebra. That was hard. <laughs> I'd always be in class like, I don't need these. I have a personality. Like, who needs math? <laughs> I have two personalities. Who needs math, right? Um, people were getting wild in Vegas, though. Uh, I, you know, I, didn't, I didn't do all that, but uh, you know what they say. What happens in Vegas definitely gets on social media. So guys, behave yourselves. Um, I gambled all my money away, which is really depressing. Um, but I don't think it's that bad. It's better than being a Patriots fan right now. <laughs> so I've got that going for me. There you go. Um, fuck yeah. That was great. I would never do a you know what they say or what happens in Vegas. Those lines are you just can't do it no I matter know. what the twist. That's one of the rare instances where it's absolutely too beaten to death. And it, people that you could have more things coming after that that people would have believed in, and you're going to lose their. Oh, I hated on it that. as I was saying it. Yeah, yeah. But everything else was really, really funny. Brody, Thank you're you. not the material guy, but I'm sure you have something I liked about how her I like how you, you plowed through, you kept going, you just like kept your professional. Um, Thank you. I like your jeans. Thank you so much, Brody. Are those thirty fives? No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> I hope no. Not. I like yeah, the uh, you do, I like I like your work ethic on it. You know, your likability and Thank uh, you. I see good things for you in the future. Go ahead. John. I liked the Patriots. The shot of the Patriots. Yeah. It was topical. It just 
happened like two hours minutes ago. It, it's a ballsy move to do a sports joke, and and you took the chance, and and it worked. Which didn't is, even watch you know. the game. Don't know what happened. I just heard they sucked on Twitter. What Boom. was the spread on that game? Something you might bet in Vegas. There you go. That's true. Okay. Uh, yeah, that was fun. This was fun. Kimberly Condon, <laughs> happy birthday! She oh, just celebrated so a birthday. Kimberly, happy, happy birthday! I, I, te- I teach a uh, te- <laughs> I teach a comedy workshop in the valley. If you're interested, wow! It's, uh, it's in my apartment. It's a two webcam shoot. Wow! <laughs> <laughs> One of my classic bits. There you, there you go, uh, Kimberly Condon. You did it. You Thank killed. you, Kim Condon. What about Kevin? He's been there the whole time. Yeah, he's he's doing a great job. Kimberly Condon's on Twitter at Kimberly Condon. Follow her and Sarah Weinshank as uh, you never know what uh, what could happen next in their exciting, always growing lives. Uh, Kevin Lee Light, you were the Patriot tonight. How do you feel? I love you all. Thank you. I feel great. Thank you, Kevin. Thank you for being here. Thank you much. That's Thank true. you all for being here. He'll be back again in uh, three days. Um, that's a Catholic joke for you. Chef Elise Lane filled our bellies today. Delicious uh, tacos. Thank you very yes, much. They were gourmet fish tacos, as Josh Martin said, with tawapia. Um, tawapia. <laughs> Johnny Scordis is on Twitter at Johnny Scordis. That's J-O-H-N-N-Y-S-K-O-U-R-T-I-S. He's my big Greek baby. I'm a fat baby. Johnny, what else do you want to promote? Go see the Equalizer uh, see in theaters, and you're going to see this guy. Fat Baby? Yeah, go watch it. It's uh, pretty cool. It's the number one movie in the country, so he doesn't fucking need your support. But you should do it anyway, because he's made us I laugh would. a lot tonight. Thanks I for being on, Johnny. Thank you for having me. Steven Brody Stevens, perhaps one of our most utilized guests, made three or four appearances when we were in our infantile state. Thank you. I believe you started on episode two. Thank you. Started in episode two, Kill Tony. Thank it was you. just him. Before I adjusted it to make it two guests, it was just Brody here Thank with you. me and Brian. Things uh, are going great. Things are going great. I, I, I'm still on Toronto time. Mm-hmm. Had a great, great week back there. Mm-hmm. I was on the Oddball Comedy Tour all over the country, every single city, every every region. He's on Twitter at Brody is me friend. Yeah, it's an homage to my uh, Chinese and Albanian busboys in New York, Tony and Mr. Lee. Brody Yuga guy, you me friend. Very good. You can also find me on Fox Sports uh, all throughout the football season with David Spade, with Nick Swartz, and with Chuck Liddell and Turtle from Entourage. You can read all those uh, all those uh, And you can find me on At Midnight every day and appearing again soon later But what I recommend above all those credits is currently on Amazon. If you're an Amazon Prime member or if you just have Amazon, you can watch the whole first season of Enjoy It. You got it. Push and believe. based around Brody's life. A lot of comedians' favorite comedy show ever. Look at that clap. Yes. That's inspiration. You got it. Push and believe. Yes. Drop the mic. I deserve it. I'll pay for it. 13 times. That's an unlucky number. I've got a gift certificate to Radio Shack. I'll pay for it. You You, got it. You got it. Never-ending microchips. Yes. Take me to Suncoast. I want to get a DVD. I'm Tony Hinchcliffe, Brian Redband. See you guys. Bye-bye. Thank you, live audience.